It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Small Business Show on irishexaminer.com for a different view on Irish business. Welcome back to the Small Business Show on irishexaminer.com. Now, Ireland, believe it or not, is now considered one of the countries at the forefront of a new wave in coffee roasting and coffee making in Europe. And recently, in the Irish Times, Suez Coffee House was named as one of the top 10 coffee houses in Ireland. And what was so great about it was that it was the only coffee house from the west of Ireland. Dublin, Kildare and Cork being the other representatives. So I sat down with Conor Nocton from Suez Coffee House in Ennis in County Clare to find out how they have made a name for themselves. Well, I suppose we specialise in specialty coffee. We serve single origin coffees, coffees directly out of the farm, not bought through the markets. These are bought via direct trade, so our sourcer goes straight into the farm, builds up a relationship with the customer. If they realise that it's a great coffee and a great espresso, they'll work with that farmer over the next couple of years. They might pay more in the meantime for the beans, but they'll have direct influence in the agronomy of the farm, the way it's processed. They might even split the fields up and get different batches out of each fields, but they can experiment and develop the coffee further. Very much like a, a wine, every coffee, every bean, every country has their own uh, flavour, aroma, taste... And and that's kind of what you get here at at Suez. It's a it's a broad spectrum, a broad range of, of different flavors with the coffee. Historically, coffee was sold in blends. So four or five coffees from around the world were blended together to create a kind of an acceptable, full-bodied, dark, sweet coffee that you could produce all year round, and it would be acceptable to everybody. Here, I suppose the coffees are unique in their own right single origin coffees so to be from specific farms in Bolivia and Guatemala and Rwanda Kenya Ethiopia Sumatra all of those areas have completely different characteristics the altitude in particular affects the coffee the ground conditions regularly coffee is grown near volcanic soil and it's nutrient rich to bring out the flavour in the coffee there are also changes in varietals so there are many many varietals of coffee all kind of de- developed from one or two strains varietals here would change quite regularly so you might have a bourbon which might be sweet you could have different uh, types of bourbon, a red or a yellow bourbon um, but you could also have different processes so there are naturally processed coffees which would be just pulped and left to dry in the sun there would be washed coffees which are washed in a bath for 24 hours and left to dry after that mm. all these different processes, characteristics of the area, these affect the flavour mm. 
education without being pretentious you don't as by your own admission you don't give them too much information because you want them to kind of come on that kind of journey of discovery with the coffee mm-hmm. as well well you can't fill your customer up with uh, information we are doing something different but you've got to get to give them little pieces of information like if we have one specific coffee we'll tell them a small amount of information about it we'd say oh this is kind of a peachy acidity or a raspberry acidity it's very smooth and dark or dark baker's chocolate or caramel tones there are many, many flavours in coffee, even more than wine. You can get more flavour out of coffee than wine. So we would bring them in baby steps. We, have, we mix up our coffee every week. We'd have two or three different coffees every week that would highlight a couple of different aspects in coffee. So if a customer comes in maybe twice a week, they will experience two different coffees. That's something to build on. When they come back two or three more times, we'll give them more little nuggets of information and how it's processed, where it comes from, or what you might be expecting, or how to taste the coffee. Mm-hmm. Tasting in particular is a bit of a black art, I suppose. People don't know how to taste. Mm-hmm. An espresso doesn't mean quickly. It means espressly for yourself. So they're putting together this coffee, especially for you. Mm-hmm. Time is everything. Um, coffee starts at 92 degrees, so you have to let it cool naturally to really appreciate its flavour. The flavour will develop as it cools down. At the start, it will be dark and oily and full-bodied. Once it hits from 90 to 80 degrees, it might sweeten a small bit, but as it cools from 80 to 60 degrees, it'll sweeten further and balance out. Mm. So um, you have to give your coffee time and appreciate it. Like a good wine, you can spend an hour with a good cup of coffee if you'd like, you know. Mm. Um, But that's how to appreciate it properly. That's what we try and convey to our customers. Now, recently, um, you found yourself in the Irish Times as one of the top ten coffee houses in Ireland. Now, what was so extraordinary about that as well was that you had six from Dublin, two from Kildare, one from Cork, and one from here in Clare, in Innes. And here you are in the Irish Times being told that you're one of the best in Ireland. I've put a lot of time and effort into it. It's not easy being in Ennis. You're detached from Dublin and the major cities where the coffee culture really is booming. I've been looking that I've been a competition barista, so I've been competing to test myself and improve my skills and knowledge. I built up relationships by competing. And I would possibly be one of very few people in the West that are thinking the way that I think and that are thinking about coffee in the way that I want to do it. I set out at the start when thinking about Suez that I wanted to serve single origin coffees, and that really isn't done anywhere outside of Dublin. Uh, at the time, it wasn't definitely. So we are very unique in that we're one of very few places in the West doing what we do, but we're trying to bring a bit of a coffee culture to the West and show them that there's a lot more to coffee than just dark, bold Maxwell House, you know. You've, you've said as well that your business and, and what you do and it also depends upon the fantastic relationship that you have with your customers because your customers are coming back to you now going, you sold us this coffee last week, do you have something similar or do you have something a little bit different or... I didn't like that coffee. Have you got something that's on the other end of the scale, etc.? So your customers are coming with you on this kind of business journey as well. Yeah, a lot of my regular coffee customers have been, been with me from the start. Um, people who are interested in coffee sniff it out, but at the same time we have to build up new customers. So we're bringing them in here. When customers, some customers are leaving, they say, well, that's the best coffee I ever had or that's the most unusual coffee I ever had, and it's something completely different. And that's, I suppose, the key you're trying to influence the the home coffee brewing as well the home brewing you're helping aid them and i suppose their own personal kind of voyage of discovery into coffee as well 
Well, a lot of people can't make it into a coffee shop, even though we are open seven days a week. Mm. People have lives as well, and they find it very hard to get into us. Monday to Friday and Saturdays and Sundays can be busy, but I suppose with the onset of the recession, people have started to try and reduce spending, I suppose. You can make great coffee at home. It doesn't cost six or 800 euro to get a good machine at home. Mm. You can use some of the simplest brewing devices for very little money. Mm. Save your money, I say, and spend the, good mon- spend the money on good coffee. Mm. Um, but definitely home brewing is the next big thing there are many customers looking at equipment and want people who are interested in coffee who want to experiment and taste and uh, try different coffees from around the world in their own time like I'm a I'm a Sunday Sunday afternoon coffee drinker like I don't drink too much during the week but I have my little flask or chemex of coffee at home every Sunday evening and that's that's kind of my relationship with it we are creatures of habit some people would have it early in the morning or there are 11 o'clock other people once they get into home brewing they can't get out of it they get the more and more equipment and they like get really specific about it weighing their beans at home and weighing the water that they use to get the best extraction but uh, we do use science to bring that to the customer on the fly or when they want it in a relaxed atmosphere people who don't know about coffee yet but home brewing um, is a major aspect of our business we do stock brewing equipment with every piece of equipment that goes out the door they get a comprehensive work through how to use their equipment and what might what coffees might work best now, coffee is very relative so some people like a darker coffee other people may like a sweeter coffee so different pieces of equipment suit different uh, taste buds I suppose and it's the same for coffees coffees will be suited to one person but wouldn't be suited to another we've talked about all of this and the very interesting aspects of your business all of this has been done in just six months what is the plan for the next year to 18 months? Where do you hope you go to from here? I've, I've only been in coffee four or five years. Like, I started out in construction management. That's my trade by rice, and I worked on it for a period. But uh, I didn't want to leave the country. At the same time, my parents and my family are all here, so one has to adapt. I had to get a job, and it happened to be a restaurant. I started showing an interest in coffee, and it developed from there with competition and everything. I've improved my skills but I'm forever learning. I have a lot to learn yet. Mm. Here, I have the beauty of uh, being able to taste coffees from around the world. We are improving our offering, offering filter coffee, hand-poured special coffees for yourself um, over the coming weeks. Um, We do also uh, have regular music sessions here. That's been great for the business, in fact, because people talk about music. It establishes in people's minds. They remember that there's music up at Seuss, so they'll always come up and have a coffee, even during the week, outside of the music. The World of Coffee events are coming to Dublin in 2016, so we have two years to really build up our our coffee reputation uh, in Ireland, because that will will really put Ireland on the map. There'll be thousands of people coming for the World of Coffee events, the Barista Championships, the Brewers' Cup and everything. So we just have to build up the education of our customers, try and improve the quality of coffee in the town and improve our offering Like we have some of the best suppliers that you can get, so we're trying to uh, work with them and work with our customers to bring them something that they wouldn't normally get in Ennis Connor Nocklin there from Suez Coffee House, a great example of selling more than coffee, but selling an experience as well. And you can find them on Facebook and on the uh, Tweet Machine as well on Twitter. Well, that's it for this week's show. My thanks to all my guests as ever. I hope you've found something that you can use in your business as well. I'm Caelan Kerwin. You've been listening to The Small Business Show. Bye for now. 
The Small Business Show on irishexaminer.com for a different view on Irish business. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 